All right, folks, we're back, episode 59, and Rory's drinking already. This is going to be a good podcast. We are talking about F1. We're going to bring on our guest here in a second. We're also going to talk NASCAR at the beginning, so if you really only listen to us for NASCAR, which this is the 59th episode and all 58 podcasts previous to this were all NASCAR, I get it. But Vegas, F1's coming to Vegas. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, there has been a ton of media coverage, negative publicity about this weekend so we brought in our two f1 experts that just absolutely feed us plays feed us winners and it's about time we had them on the podcast so we'll get to them in a second but roars it's been like two and a half weeks and uh i haven't heard your voice in a long time and i'm fired up about it i was telling my girlfriend i'm like you know towards the end of the season there it gets tough but you're like Damn, you got a couple weeks off, and you get in the you get in the itch again. It's like fuck. We got to get the podcasts. How you doing, buddy? I'm fucking awesome. I got like over two thousand followers on TikTok. Out yeah, of nowhere. I got two thousand followers since last week. You bought them. You bought them for it's, sure. You paid me. I did. I did not. <laughs> I really didn't, unless I bought bought something accidentally that I didn't know that I was buying that. They don't even have my card information on there because I've never bought anything. Before, you got hacked. So your son went in there and bought them. No, but yeah, you got like twenty thousand followers now, and um, laying <laughs> coin to the moon, huh? Absolutely. Now I can go live. No, oh, boy, you don't even it should have be good. To, yeah, don't even have to wait for me to like post a video and download it and everything. It's just straight live. You just come in there, ask me some shit, whatever. You know, never know where the where the convo might go. So you so you have to have a certain amount of followers to go live. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, a thousand. Whoa! Have you gone yeah. live yet? No, not yet. Holy I am shit. though. Yeah, I might go to. later tonight and announce laying coins coming out tonight. First episode talking about F1 can't get any better. Absolutely. All right. With T-Man. T I can't wait to hear old T-Man. We've been wanting to have him on. So That's right. It's been a while. This is going to be fun right here. Speaking of I don't know shit about fuck about <laughs> F1. <laughs> Neither do I. The only thing I know about F1 is that when I wake up Max. Sunday morning, hungover, uh, I watch the race, and T-Man feeds me plays. So that's how that goes. Um, but let's just bring him on. T-Man. T-Man, the F1 guru. How... Are you doing first podcast ever? What's up? Hey, thanks for be, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, good to be here. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I've been waiting for this uh, Vegas Grand Prix uh, for a few months now. Uh, obviously, uh, a lot of controversy, but uh, should be a good track. Uh, should be a good opportunity for some overtaking. Should be that uh, boring a race, uh, hopefully. Uh, other than Max, of course, you always worry about him <laughs> winning by thirty seconds. But uh, yeah, doing good. Ready for this uh, weekend. Good deal. It you don't when you think about street circuits, you don't think of passing or overtaking. So that uh, that has got me a little excited. I mean, that I'm I'm down for that. I can get down for that. Our other F1 guru, who's been does literally every single motorsport. He is the biggest motorsport fan that I know Kyle auto lotto, also the NLD admin, also the dude that keeps us all in line and like gets, brings some professionalism to us. How are you doing buddy? Second podcast ever. It might be more than second, but I am fired up either way. I am 
excited for this race. There's a lot of uh, a lot of toss-ups going into this one, so there's some opportunities for some longer tickets and uh, for a little bit of calamity. I think there's definitely going to be an exciting race, one way or another. It's just well, a matter of how it's going to play out. Big shit tickets. Show. <laughs> truck series phoenix finale shit show is that kind of the potential we're talking or are we talking like like two wrecks or you know what do we i see the safety car prop is like minus 450 on seizures and minus 700 on DraftKings. so i think everybody's expecting calamity right i know i'm excited for that first turn that's for sure we'll start a <laughs> we'll start of this race should be interesting going into turn one but we'll see i know um, i've got a couple of plays kind of banking on it being a little bit calamitous so I'll drop those a little bit later when we get into it. Yeah, we're gonna talk. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit NASCAR Phoenix finale. We're gonna talk about this whole expectation media coverage of Vegas, the Las Vegas Grand Prix, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about the difference in the gambling markets between NASCAR and F1. And then we're gonna get into some plays, and we're gonna get on out of here. So, uh, feeling good, feeling ready. I'm, I'm, you know, calamity can either be really good or really bad. Um, you know, we in the NASCAR world, whenever there's calamity, you better have some out, some long shot tickets uh, or else it usually doesn't end very well. So uh, we'll get into that a little later. Um, but let's 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 back up a smidge and let's talk NASCAR championship. I think everybody and their mother that's been listening to us in the discord uh, or about 50 percent of NASCAR Twitter was had a Ryan Blaney ticket. Now, some of us losers ah. took Ryan Blaney way too early in the season. I got him 10 to 1. And uh, and then there's other guys that are really smart guys that got him like 40 to 1, 35, 33 to 1, just reeling in the dough. So, um, You were with all Rory picks, though, at Martinsville. We're like, we going to the parking lot to get this Ryan Blaney live, yeah. man. <laughs> we should have taken him championship then. Well, I guess you can't do it in the race, but um, dude, yeah, he yeah, had. They a finally take him down. Yeah, that was yep. fun. Oh man, just the- nothing like Rory bringing up Martinsville. Even though we've already had a podcast in between that, this and that. <laughs> it was a memory. It was. You, we you had a never- great time. It's like the the golden good luck charm is to go in watch the first stage. Then walk out, live bet, and it hits. I mean, that's what I did with Bell the year before. Two for two. Rory's two for two. Yeah. You just got to walk mean, out, find some cell coverage, and smack it. Yeah. <laughs> so much. So they they let the live betting guy come in there and watch it live. That's you're, even you're te- better. You're I telling me to- Martinsville doesn't have Wi-Fi? No, I finally, I finally, no. well, actually, I watched the end of the Jags game on the Martinsville Wi-Fi, so it was good enough to oh, stream. Yeah. yeah, so. Okay. That was okay. when you were waiting for the sold-out uh, dogs. <laughs> Y'all shit on me. Made me miss half the damn race. I come back up there, I'm like, Blaney dominating? Blaney dominating? You missed <laughs> about 115 laps, and I think he led every single one of them, so yes. Yeah, hey, I willed yes, him. Was. I willed him up there, though. Dominated the last two races, you know, really. Yeah, he did. You, you know, we will. Um, we will attribute Ryan Blaney's winnings to you. How about that, buddy? I was flipping Hamlin off. <laughs> I was like, I love Denny Hamlin. <laughs> I love. I fuck with Denny Hamlin. I gotta be honest. Like, with you. Let's go. I like after I hit yeah. that fort. 
after I hit that forty to one on that championship ticket, I'm a I'm a Blaney fan now. It turns out I, I wasn't think really before, but I, I think, think we all have to be Blaney. Fuck fans it. Now. I was about to say I, I mean, think we're all Blaney fans now. Shit. Yeah, between Anyone? between him and Melon Boy, live Phoenix and McDowell top ten. So you hit 20. a twenty to one Chastain ticket, a forty to one Blaney ticket, and a 20 28 to one. to one. Twenty-eight to one Blaney. All right, and then a twenty to one McDowell top ten. <laughs> dude, Rory was <laughs> tore it up. Tore up, dude. That's I mean, a R O I right there. That might be an all-time <laughs> weekend, dude. That's got to be up there. I mean, that's absurd, <laughs> frankly. That's that, yeah. that makes up for all the shitty L's that Denny Hamlin caused I want it. I want it fucking more, though, if Bubba Wallace won't a fucking idiot. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> fucking. So I got everybody and their mother. Like, the guys that don't bet NASCAR, I got everybody on Brad Top 10 at Phoenix. I'm talking I was the on whole them already. And we get limited. We get limited. Yeah. Line can't moves, play. limited. Can't get enough down. I got... <laughs> It was the largest top. Will you stop fucking laughing? It was the largest top ten bet I've ever had in my entire life, and it was of course two to one plus two forty. And he's creeping in. He's creeping in the top ten. He's coming. I don't know if he's on tires or not, but he had a fast car. He gets to tenth. He gets to ninth with like eight laps to go. I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to tout this one. This is gonna be great. We're, everyone's gonna be fucking rich. This is gonna be awesome. And Bubba fucking Wallace. You know, I really started to like Bubba Wallace. But he he hasn't done enough to get added to the cancel list. But he may as well be on his way straight to the cancel list for that I'll bullshit. Give him, I'll give him one thing. He did say that he fucked the sixes day up. I don't I will, give a f- I will, front door. Well, at least he said it at the you know afterwards and and owned up to it because most people wouldn't have said shit. Or to I just mean, let it roll roll on off. I mean, I will give him at least he came out and said, I straight up fucked their day up. <laughs> it's <bastard>. like. <laughs> bastard, I bastard, mean, bastard. It was a bastard moment, though. I was starting to grow on Bubble a little bit. You you, you lost, a, lost a few points there. Yeah. I mean, like he he's hit fucking it, he, listening to this. He hit his all time. <laughs> he hit his all time low um, when he threw his hissy fit and dumped Larson, and then he 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 made his way back from that. And you know, let's say he gained five points from that. Now he's docked two. So that was a classic. Back down to three. That was a classic moment. That one. Remember, we were doing that live show. Yeah, that was nuts. And my reaction, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, what the. <laughs> Fuck. There's a fight. There's Am a fight. I sitting here watching right now. I was like, he straight up tried to kill him. Literally, attempted murder. Pretty it was much. like that hockey player that got arrested for homicide. <laughs> Could have been mean, Bubba Wallace. <laughs> shit. Oh man. All right. Um, what else happened? The truck race was a complete shit show. I watched the first like 120 laps in my driveway, pounding bush lights. And um, next thing I know, I wake up to the race not getting over until 1 a.m. Eastern. Twitter is absolutely on fire, a dumpster fire. It's the gif of the dumpster floating down the water with the fire. That literally was the truck race. And what I watched, I'm like, okay, I saw 
post of our dump heim and i'm like is that what everyone's bitching about this is nuts and i start i start firing tweets off like this is what the the championship race the playoffs this is what it produces and i'm like what is everybody up in our and then i see all the highlights and heim does the same thing and then in fingers got it one and then Rhodes wins and then everyone's shitting on Rhodes for the post-race press or not everyone i think mean, a lot of people liked it but we got radio hosts on nascar radio shitting on it and I'm just like, damn, dude, Truck, the trucks had more freaking life and entertainment than the Cup Series has had in five years. I mean, one night. So um, I don't know if anybody had a Rhodes ticket. I don't think I don't think any of us cast a Rhodes ticket, huh? Roars? No. Okay. Yeah, I had a championship ticket I took right before it happened. Just because Greg and um, – was a few others in there. I can't remember who the hell it was, but I was like, you know, this would be the type of he's done it before. Like he's the only one that's the defending champion, and I expect for him to at least not make any mistakes and be around. And sure enough, the only mistake he made was just of bad luck. Is Zane Smith missing missing a shift, and we would have fucking tore them up that <laughs> night. I had three of the top five. Like before the ho- before the host of our like deal, we were fucking oh my gosh, so fucking you, killing it. So hold on, <laughs> you're you're bitching because you what did you get Rhodes at eight to one? I got him at six. I just okay. Put like so you had I put only I only put like forty or some shit and had him top five. And I was after, like, Mark content. He told me twice. He was like, I'm not how I'm being Rhodes this week. That should have been a max <laughs> bet at that point. It's like, fuck this. I'm going all in on fucking Ben Rhodes because Mark is just shitting on him because he doesn't work on his own fucking truck. Hey, trucker knows trucks. Although, Finger would have <laughs> won it. I mean, Hosfar would have won it. Or Heim would have won it. Then Hosfar would have won it. Then Infinger would have won was, it. And then Rhodes won it. Yeah. It was insane. And you're that was a mess. That, I mean, was, a, that, that was a pretty terrible race. I was one of those was, people that actually stayed up and watched the whole thing for some reason. I guess I'm getting ready for Vegas this weekend, right? Staying yeah, up that late on the sleep Friday. schedule, right? But dude, they just they they didn't race. They just it just looked like a clown show. They just the amount of random wrecks and just Zane missing the shift and I don't know for a championship race. It just needed it needed more. I kind of felt. I don't even know. I I obviously didn't make any money on it, so that didn't help. But yeah, I don't know. That was a that was a shit show of a race for sure. Big L. That me. was one of the horrible endings of <laughs> it, it ranks right up there, probably I mean, right up there at the top. To be sitting there, you got guy alive, you got three out of the top five, and then what in the hell? <laughs> like how I get it, I understand, but Carson Hosevar wasn't winning shit. No. Like it you could have just saved that for after the fucking race and tore his shit up like Bill Elliott did back in the day at the Winston to Earnhardt or whatever else. Like what the hell were you thinking? You literally screwed a guy over. I mean, welcome to NASCAR. Yeah. Like Literally, I, I even though I didn't have anything other than top five on Infinger, I was pulling for Infinger. I would have took a L on the Ben Rhodes Championship ticket because I mean it wasn't anything huge, 
I was just like pulling for dude so damn much because he's one of my favorite drivers. I love Grant and Finger. Everybody he's lo- a good old boy. Everybody loves the Finger, and he is from he's from the real L.A. He's from South L.A. If y'all are picking up what I'm putting down, I think the Finger ten years ago would have whooped fucking Corey Himes' ass. The way he was looking at him at the end of that race. Well, he's also looking for a ride right now, so he's fair. Or, I mean, yeah. he's got it, but looking but for he a had, ride. He had that dog look in him. I yeah, think he, he was ready to fucking just, like, rip his head off and shit down his throat. Well, um, let's take the guy and put him in the Cup Series that has dumped everybody and their mother second to Ross Chastain, and let's throw him in the Cup Series. That sounds like a great, great, great idea, huh? <laughs> shit show that's all they want they want the they want shit show that's what nascar wants they can say whatever they want to say but that's why they brought stage cautions back and all that bullshit at the road courses again they want a fucking disaster because that's what draws eyes to it i mean still, I, I can't makes, agree more he makes his he makes his mistakes, but he's fast. He can't deny he's not fast. He took oh. Gregson's car and actually made it. Hosevar. He, oh. he took Gregson's car and actually made it fast. So and LaJoy's car. Hosevar yep. is talented as shit. I'm not. Yep. I'm not. It's the same, guys. It's the same argument as Ross Chastain. Fast as shit. All the talent in the world just can't <laughs> keep his dick in his pants. Yeah. I mean, it's all good till you start losing bets over his dumb ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's where George, that's where Roy draws the line. All right. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> all right. I'm boys. an old school NASCAR fan. I don't give a fuck if it's the guy that I'm betting on that knocks the shit out of somebody. All right, all right, Mister Old School. What are your thoughts on my tweet earlier that said Jimmy Jam's got the most impressive seven championships out of the three? Uh, him and Earnhardt. I would argue highly about Richard Petty when he came up, whatever, having always the money, the best equipment, not saying Richard can't drive, you know, or anything, but oh gosh, that's a tough. All right. Here's, here's the argument. Here's my argument. All right. So there's a Twitter account that does the Winston cup point standings. And the, if, if we still had it today, Kevin Harvick would have like four championships and how many does he have? He's got one, right? One. Okay, so um, Jimmy Johnson won, I believe, all seven in a playoff era, the playoff no, format era. Which he did not. 2004, he did not. right? He did not. No. Well, yeah, in the playoff era. I thought you was talking about, like, it was the chase, then the playoffs, okay? We weren't in the uh, playoff era when it was the chase. That was 10 races. Right, okay. All right, let's see when – do you guys know when the champ race came about? I don't know. It was either 2013 or 2014. Did Harvick win the first one? 2014? 14 was hard. Wasn't that, the fir- wasn't that the first year of it? Mm. I don't know. Okay, was here we it? go. Or, no, NASCAR it its, made its most sweeping changes in 2004 to the playoff structure and the way it crowns its Cup Series champion. So, yeah, 2014. I thought it ran... Yeah, I thought it ran for 10 years, and then that's when they changed it was Harvick's year. All right, regardless, Jimmy Johnson won with a point reset. Is that fair? He won all seven of his with a point reset. Yes. Okay, that's absurd. That is absolutely absurd. The the really absurd one was what, his first one? When – how many points was he out? Kyle, are you Uh, taking a piss? 
No. <laughs> Kyle's got no, beer. I didn't expect that over. to be here. <laughs> about that. He's got the AirPods in. That's awesome. Even if I you did. were, that's okay. My bad. It's all good. I'm not. No, ready. it's all good. I, I just uh, – sorry, Roy, go ahead. No, he – I'm pretty sure in his first championship he won, he had that record uh, – it was like six races to go. I'm trying to remember where it was. Maybe Kansas, maybe? And he was 148 points out, and then I think the fucker went on to win like the next four races or some shit and <laughs> – coasted to the championship well if i'm not mistaken i will die on that hill just saying um you know i think jimmy johnson love him or hate him made the sport boring i put it i put it to you like this you have about 30 seconds then we're going to f1 jimmy johnson probably was the man with the best car control out of anybody i've ever seen man dude could drive and that's why you compare him to kyle larson jimmy I'm a Jimmy fan. Duke could drive. He won seven championships. Like Jimmy. Jimmy Jam. All right, Jimmy. folks. Let's, we're going to transition here. We are going to talk about the sport of, well, it's not a sport, the organization of Formula E. And um, from a NASCAR perspective, you know, there's guys out there that hate everyone. I just want to. I just want to say I was correct. Um, it wasn't his first championship. It was the second one. But he did go on to win Martinsville, Atlanta, Texas, and Phoenix in his second championship year during the playoffs. There you go, folks. Jimmy Jam, one of the best of all time, arguably the best. Just saying. I love Jimmy The best Jam. score. Jimmy Jam. All right. Back to F1. So, Sorry. No, it's all right. There's guy, you, got, you got your second mulligan of the night. I've already told you to stop laughing and shut the fuck up so you got your second mulligan i'm uh, like a cat i got nine <laughs> no we're gonna dale's uh, three's up for dale you got three um there is there are people out there that cannot stand f1 and they're like well it's only because it's a netflix series and i think that that joke is funny okay i don't actually hate f1 i just like my girlfriend's friends a couple years ago would have F1 themed brunches for the F1 race. And I'm like, you guys don't give a fuck about this race. Like the only thing that you care about is the drama in the Netflix show, which I get it. It's a cool show. I've never watched it. I've never seen it. But if it gets the 27 year old female to watch the race and throw a party on it, I'm all about it. All right. That, that brings dollars. Uh, it's motorsports brings more eyes and that, and you know, obviously NASCAR is the biggest sport in America or the biggest auto racing organization in America. And I think that the more F1 fans there are in America, that's better for NASCAR, just auto racing in general. So I may tweet some dumb shit. I may say some dumb shit. I may make fun of formula. And I love me some Talladega nights. So I hate Frenchie just as much as you do, but I respect the sport. I respect the gamblers in the sport. I will flip on a Formula Uno race, hung over on a Sunday morning, bet my dick off on it, and enjoy myself. So, with that being said, this podcast was not my idea, but I do think it's a good idea. And in the gambling world, there are a bunch of dudes that do both. And for me, I just get my picks from T Man and Kyle 
and I've gotten these picks from T Man for like I don't know four or five years, maybe not that long, maybe been three, a, three or four a, years. Been a long run. It has been, been a long, a long run. run. We've hit some thirty to ones, some twenty to ones. I mean, we've hit some ridiculous, ridiculous bets over the years in Formula Uno. And uh, I just want to, I just want to put that out there that I like to shit on it and joke and go along with the jokes because I think they're funny, uh, but I also respect at the same time. So. Um, let's just start from a, from a broad scale. So T man, welcome back in where, where does you've been watching this sport for a long time. Bring us up to speed on how long you've been watching it, how long you've been, you know, gambling on it and, and what the transition has been like, um, over the last, I don't know, five, seven years in America with the F1 audience. Sure. So yeah, I've been watching since, uh, I think 1996, uh, about the same time I got into NASCAR. Uh, the, uh, the sports changed a lot in, uh, that amount of time. There's actually a lot more passing than there was back then. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hard to say, right. But with, they've added the DRS and they've tried to make, uh, overtaking easier, but, uh, you know, I got into betting for about six years now on it. When I started betting, there was only like, uh, two sports books. That really offering odds. Most of them, like who's going to win the race, was basically your your option, and that's no option. But uh, you know, now we got up to about eight, ten sports books uh, with huge menus. Even this weekend, they've went crazy with Vegas, offering things I've never seen before. So uh, you can see them trying to get into the business more, but at the same time, I think they kind of make some mistakes that we try to take advantage of. And that's what makes it profitable from a betting standpoint. Now, sometimes, you know, the racing, some tracks are boring, hard to pass or whatever. I don't think we'll have that this weekend. Uh, we got a long straightaway here. A lot of variables got to happen, so a lot can happen. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's like I tell you, sometimes we, I, I warn you sometimes, like, hey, this race is going to be boring, but don't worry. Uh we're in the right spot, you know. They can't pass us, so we're we're gonna take the money and uh, we're fine with it. But uh, you know, kind of like uh, I got into soccer recently, and it used to be the most boring sport on earth. But then I was like, well, we, you know, that one nothing game was pretty good because I got the money. Uh, Formula One just, you know, it's weird because you know this. This sport would be great if Max Verstappen wasn't racing. I mean, this battle for seconds has been amazing uh, with all these different cars. We'd have about four different teams winning this year. So, uh, you know, it's it's you get years like that, and then you get years like 2021, which was out of your mind. Like, every race was just insane drama. You didn't even need Netflix that year. So, uh, it just depends how it goes, you know. But it's... It's emerging as in popularity, I think, and we can take advantage of that in the betting markets. So, uh, sure. you know, there's a lot to offer. So, like, the the only – I only know F1 to be Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. So, like, is – what Max Verstappen is doing now, is that similar to what Lewis Hamilton was doing for so many years? Or was there at least a little bit more – parody as we we nascar folks say michael schumacher dog see i know who it is i don't know shit about him <clears throat> that's probably who he's more i mean i don't know i didn't watch a whole hell of a lot during 
during the freaking Hamilton era. I used to watch it though every Sunday morning before church back in the day. I know Michael Schumacher, <laughs> Ayrton Senna. So I guess like my my question yep. is is have we seen this type of dominance before? We have, uh, yeah. In fact, uh, Michael Schumacher was very dominant in two thousand four. But I will say, uh, well, he won four, what uh, five in a row was it? But his last year of the title, he won a whole bunch. But I will say, the next year they didn't win the title; they lost the constructor and the drivers. So, just because the guy's dominating this year does not mean next year it's going to happen. Um, a lot of these teams work on their cars in the off season. So, uh, who won? Yeah, it after, we have seen it. Who who won it after that long run? Uh, that was uh yeah that was Fernando Alonso in 2005 and that was yep. a great battle for the title all yep. year they were going at it and that's when Michael retired right after that. Well, I mean Lewis was just right there a couple of years ago, like yeah yeah you know, absolutely. And now we've seen two seasons of this, so we might see three more, or we might see somebody battle next year. I don't know. To me, Lando Norris seems like he's coming along. Pretty that's, well. That's the most amazing car I've seen. You know, like that car was running twelfth for the first six races of this year. Now, never mind. We're we're going for podiums. You know, we're six seconds off max. Uh, yeah, it's been amazing upgrade. how they've upgraded their car. So that shows you upgrade your car, you can really uh, make some ground uh, on other teams. Well, well maybe they're going to upgrade Pato's shit next year so he can show off his talents in IndyCar. Is that McLaren, I assume? Yep. So, we'll see. go ahead, Kyle. Oh, I, know um, a little, yeah. I know a little about uh, something, something. I know, I know you're, I know you're. Um, yeah, I think, I think McLaren will probably be pretty good next year. We'll see. Yeah. Y'all draw my interest into all this stuff. I mean, especially with with Tom, that that kind of drew me back into F1 a little bit. And then having Kyle, like, he puts out stuff. And then he likes IndyCar and everything. And I've then gotten back into IndyCar, you know, the yeah, last Yeah, you few love years, IndyCar. So, yeah, we killed it. <laughs> We've killed it yeah, in IndyCar before. I'm like, I'm like, hey, Mark, you got any damn offshore matchups? <laughs> I was like, because my, my book, when I had an off, like, a local Usually he'd have the same shit. There might be a little difference in pricing, but it was basically the same thing. I'd be like, "These mugs right here, fuck it up. (laughs) We're going, we're going to hit this." God bless the offshores. I'll tell you what. Um, But so going back, so uh, a little more F one history, and then we'll get into Vegas. So I'm I'm just trying to educate myself here. So. When so, if co- you never watched that documentary on Sun on Netflix, I think it's on Netflix. No clue what that is. Watch that. Okay. That that's a really good. Ayrton Senna was probably the most talented I ever get in a Formula One car. I can honestly he say just, I've never heard that name in my life. He just died while doing it. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. really an er, it was really an Earnhardt moment for the F one community. Yeah. He was the best driver leading. You know the whole shebang it was. So when kind of a big deal. when did that happen? When did he die? That was back in uh, was it ninety four, ninety three? I was going to say so, ninety three Brazil. Is that in Brazil? 
No, nah, it was at uh, no Japan. It was at uh, San Marino, I believe. San Marino. Wow. All right, so I'm starting to gather the T Man's got a freaking Rory historian about F1 about him. I mean, you're rattling shit off left and right, man. Yeah, you I, know, there's a there's a good documentary about it. It's called uh, One. If you ever watch that, it covers uh, the whole sport. Uh, it's about five six years old, but it covers a lot of the some of the safety things they did are incredible. You know, it was kind of like. They, you know, if you think it's dangerous, you know, slow down a little bit and stuff. There's some pretty crazy stuff that uh, some of the organizers did back in the day. Uh, and then it shows how they got to the safety that they have today. So that's a good one for for the history of the sport, for sure. All right. I'm going to have to fire oh, that yeah. one up. That sounds like uh, 1980s, 1990s Talladega. No, maybe it was before that. It might have been in the 70s. Everybody shows up to Talladega. All the NASCAR regulars, uh, they're going fucking 209, 210, and they're like, this ain't safe. The tires were blowing out. They're having tire wars, and they're, the NASCAR regulars are like, we're out. We're, we ain't racing in this. And uh, and the, I can't remember if it was Pinsky or if it was somebody was like, listen, or maybe it was Bill France. Like, listen, just drive slower. If you don't want to drive, just, you know, just, you know, it's up to you, man. I can't drive, drive however fast you want. 155. <laughs> I thought that was I-55. <laughs> no, I can't drive 55. Oh, oh, Good okay. gosh. Where I'm uncultured. I'm uncultured. All right. <laughs> yeah, you need to hang out with me for like a month. Yeah, month straight. God, we'd get in some trouble. Month straight. We? <laughs> we'd be we'd be Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> she would we would both be single if that was the case. <laughs> Whitney, come get us. <laughs> Please help. Please help. This is my warning. This is my red flag. It's my SOS. <laughs> All right. Fuck it. Let's talk about Vegas. Las Vegas Grand Prix coming to America. They've been, this is now the third race in America. We've coming had Coda. Tell them. America, greatest country on the planet. We've had coming Miami. To America. Oh, Rocky. No freestyle. Rocky four. Rocky Four uh, coming uh, to America. That was right before Apollo got his ass knocked out. <laughs> well, it didn't work that well, did it? Um, no. So, third race on the docket schedule this year for Formula E, and first time in Las Vegas. And there has been some media fucking coverage of this stuff. There's YouTube video after. There's been full blown documentaries that have been released on just the construction of the track. If that doesn't tell you how big of a sport this thing is and how big of an organization Formula One is, uh, I don't know what to tell you because we sure as hell didn't get that at NASCAR. And, you know, we heard some some rumblings from the citizens and the local news and, you know, a little bit of national coverage about how much of a disruption it was in Chicago. Well, now we get to Vegas in the city that has literally everything going on that built a gigantic fucking sphere in the middle of the city just to advertise with has an operating net loss of millions and millions of dollars. And they're bitching about this gigantic, I don't even know what to call it, this gigantic storm coming into town. And I mean, there's guys saying I'm leaving for the week, the whole week. I don't even want to be here. It's taken me two hours to get to work. It used to take me 25 minutes. 
they're closing roads, they're building bridges, they're doing all sorts of shit. You can't see all these fountains and the volcanoes and it's all blocked and they build a damn platform over the shit and just a lot of lot of negative publicity. So Kyle, I'm gonna throw this to you. Is there anything that I'm missing here? Is it really an uproar? Like when we go to these other countries and and street races and Monaco, obviously Monaco is just a gigantic animal with all the history, but is this typically how it goes? I don't know if you know the answer to that question, but what what are some of the things that, that you've been seeing with the, uh, the the negative media coverage that it's been getting? Yeah, I think with Vegas specifically, um, the time frame that they tried to do everything in and just they didn't plan everything perfectly to where they would help the casino, the, the lower level, you know, your dealers and your the people trying to get to the their jobs every day are the ones that are mostly in planning. The people that own the casinos are going to make tons of money. Everyone at the top is going to make tons of money at Formula One. But I get where the locals, if you're, you know, if you normally take a half hour to get to work and it takes two hours to get to work, that's going to piss you off. Like, fuck yeah, that, <laughs> so <laughs> piss anybody I, I, off. I absolutely, yep, I absolutely get where they're coming from. Now, I mean, smoked a blunt instead of a damn <laughs> just a J on the way. Shit, now, there was. The culinary people in Vegas recently went. They threatened to strike, and they end up getting a contract out of it, though. So it, wow. it just depends on how you're looking at it. Um, there's plus and minuses to any event, especially an event this big coming to town. So it just, I'm sure it pisses people off. But there's going to be people making plenty of money too. Sure, Tom. Any thoughts? Oh. Well, you know, uh, they raced to Vegas. Uh, I think it was about. Uh, 40 years ago, but they did it in the Caesar Palace uh, parking lot. <laughs> That's right. It was tiny, right? So, yeah, yeah that, they, would, they that wanted to go track. big. You know, they wanted to go big, bold, and uh, yeah, a lot of people are upset, obviously. Uh, rightly so. Uh, Who won that? But, uh, well, Who won that? Who won it? I, I don't know. I Oh, you know oh, who it was? It was, uh, it was Andretti, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought so. I yeah. thought I seen no, I seen that, but I was wanting somebody that fucking might know to actually like back me up on that. But I did see somebody post the old track and who won it and all that shit. Yeah. I'm trying yeah, to pull it, it up. Nineteen nineteen eighty-two. And I'm scrolling this uh this little Oh, Nelson PK vomited in his helmet. That's good to know. Uh, no, I don't know. I can't find anything, but we had some drivers doing that a few races ago in uh, Qatar. It was very hot there as well. So, uh, I'm guessing they ran that in summer Vegas instead of fucking Alberetto, November Vegas, Michelle yeah, Alberetto at 1 a.m. at 1 a.m. and not know that the fucking desert gets cold at night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what, uh, what was you know, the Europeans. Or, you know, there were people that didn't know it got cold in Vegas, and then the people in Vegas, for some reason, thought, hey, if it rains, that, that means it's over, right? They're not going to race? <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it, it Mich- fucking rains. I hope it we, fucking pour. We were just looking at it before. It doesn't particularly look like it's going to rain anymore. I think Fuck. the only the only chance is, is it practice one is the only real real chance? There's a little bit Friday and Saturday night, I thought. So we'll we'll see. It's all I, it's Vegas, so it'll all be spotty either way. It's not like you're gonna get a long rain shower in Vegas. You never know. You never can, know. but I don't know. 
Cold rain. That sounds like a shit show to me. Um, <laughs> for everybody. Everybody, dude. God, that sounds miserable as a fan. Jesus. Hey, so glamorous now, are you motherfuckers? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before before it's back it's like, up, before- it's like it's like my man Patrick Cantley. You remember where was he in uh, Kawawa, whatever the fuck that is in Hawaii, where where they play. Uh, they play one of those damn events down there, Century Tournament of Champions, and then the next week. I, it might have been the next week when he says it, but he called them a bunch of pampered fucks. <laughs> That's funny. Talking about talking about all the all the guys out there. He was like, "I got a I got a like drink to be getting to right now." These pampered fucks. <laughs> <laughs> People either love or hate uh, Patrick Cantlay. Um, okay, of course it, it's Rory. That- I feel like that with me. Either people love me or hate me. Yeah, I hate you right it's now. No you just brought ground. up golf. Yeah, it's I no hate. Middle ground. <laughs> I love hate relationship. I know what it is though. It's the people that I love versus like if I don't like you, I just don't have anything to do with you. <laughs> Fair. Um, I don't have an opinion on that. Uh. <laughs> you fucking lost my train of thought. Oh, let's back up before we talk about the I'll race. Fuck you God, up, fucking on. damn it! That's number two, Rory. That's number two, numero dos, right there, boy. Uh, and then you're getting muted nine. for about thirty. No, you have three. And then after the third one, you're getting muted for about thirty <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and I'm gonna have to do some hella editing, which is gonna blow dick. But uh, here we go. Um, so. <laughs> he's just laughing over there. Like, oh, let me cause pain on Mark. Let me make him stay up. I work on my own truck. <laughs> oh my I work on my own truck. Okay. All right. Formula One. $1.3 billion economic impact is what is forecasted for this week. And that is a gigantic number. To put it into perspective, my hometown, Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida, and really just a suburb of Jacksonville. So we get the players in town. Here's your golf reference, Roy. We so get- Vegas, it, so Vegas is thinking that the people aren't going to tell us that are there gambling and they're going to win a lot of money. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, you said one point five billion or whatever the hell you just spit out. So they're calculating in how much gambling money they're gonna win. But if you listen to this podcast right here, Vegas ain't gonna win no money if you don't go playing their stupid ass games. I guess they. I don't know if that includes the gambling winnings or not. I would. I mean, I'd have to imagine it does if they're if they're doing like I would economic think impact. Factoring in and one and a half billion dollars worth of business in Las Vegas. Yeah, you probably are. for one damn event. Like, yeah. we got to be talking like at least some gambling involved. Sure. Some trap, you know, there's going to be a bunch of people. There's going to be a bunch of people. Hooker, in, some hookers. I knew blows. this was going somewhere. <laughs> Fucking, you never know where, what they're calculating. All right. I mean, escorts we don't call them hookers in vegas they well, escorts. you brought it up first so get it right <laughs> so yes there's going to be a lot of people in town with a bunch of money and they're probably going to go gamble a shitload the minimums are probably going to be 200 a hand it's probably going to be ridiculous so if you're looking to gamble in vegas this week good luck i hope you got deep pockets all right to put 1.5 billion into like perspective pockets all right that's number three that is number three 
and you are toast after this, buddy. Let me spit it out what I'm trying to fucking spit out here. It's going to put into perspective how big of a deal this is. That was for Mark in Mississippi, and I'm done now. Y'all care? Yep, he's muted. All right, so this is what I'm trying to say. 1.3, we'll call it a billion and a half, economic impact. Down in Ponte Vedra, we had the players that comes to town. They say that the city of Jacksonville gets about $100 million. So this is about, I don't know, 12 to 15 times bigger than the Players Golf Tournament, which is a major. I don't know what Augusta is. I'd have to imagine that it's probably a little bit bigger uh, of an ec- economic impact. Call it $150, $200 million. That's still four to six times bigger than – I hope you guys can't hear my roommate blending up his fucking late-night protein shake. Sorry if you can. Um, and this is a huge deal. So we're talking about the dealers and, you know, being, you know, in the, in the, the wait staff bitching and the, the food industry bitching about their lives getting disrupted. I, I understand that part and the higher ups in the casinos and the, you know, formula one, it's going to be a huge hit, but for the city of Las Vegas, they have all these huge attractions. They have, it's, you know, it's one of the most trafficked and not that kind of trafficking, but foot trafficked uh, cities in the entire world. Um, God, this fucking blender is fucking me up. Anyway, it's going to help everybody. It's going to help the city. It's going to pro- hopefully help the sphere not lose hundreds of millions of dollars uh, on an annual basis. And it's going to be a, a huge, huge, huge deal. Maybe, I mean, I'd have to imagine, I don't know what the Super Bowl is. I'm just going to do a quick little uh, Google search. Super Bowl economic impact. Let's see. $3 billion. Okay, it's about the same as a Super Bowl. $1.3 billion was uh, in 2015. Wow. So the, we're literally bringing a second Super Bowl to the U.S., which is a huge, huge, huge deal. Now, they're not going to get the TV ratings that the Super Bowl does in America. And that's kind of what I want to talk about. Tom, you've been watching this this sport for a long, long time. What is the market for Formula One? Is it Europe? Is it Asia? It's sure as hell not America. Uh, you know, the last few years, it's get, it's getting bigger. But what is the Formula One market? Who are they trying to cater to? Well, that's hard to say. But, you know, it started in Europe. Uh, but, you know, the, they've added tracks in Asia over that course and now of course three in uh, the u.s i th- they're trying to go worldwide i think that's kind of why we have the start times where we do uh i know i think there was an agreement with the local city council to run a more night race because the site at night in vegas will be a better optics but also they're going to have it open to local traffic during the day so uh they're trying to cause less disruption believe it or not but also by starting it later they they get the europeans market with the uh the early boarding start so uh you know i think they're kind of trying to have it both ways in a way but uh i think it's a growing sport and they're trying to figure out you know they got three in the u.s now and they're trying to work out how to uh expand into the the North American market. As they should. Um, like I said earlier, we had F1 themed parties uh, with uh, middle mid 20s uh, girls that were all about it. So I definitely think it's growing. And if you're F1, I, I get their their perspective here. 
because you don't want to alienate a certain group and which is arguably your largest group in Europe and essentially internationally, you know, or even the East coast, um, East coast, best coast, by the way. And, uh, you know, they, 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 they can't alienate it. They got to play both sides. So I, I get their 1am Eastern start time. You know, they're trying to cater to, to what pays the bills and, and what brings in money and what's going to grow the sport and get the most amount of eyes on it. And a city like Las Vegas, what do they care if it's 10 PM start time? Like you said, they're opening up the roads during the day. Okay. That's, you know, that's a plus for the, the everyday person in Vegas. Um, so I, I think, you know, there's a lot of negative publicity out there and you hear a lot from the ground level, but also F1 is such a huge organization, such an international phenom. I don't know if that's the right word for an organization, but, um, damn, I lost my damn train of thought. Cause I said some stupid fucking word I shouldn't have said. Um, anyway, I, I just think that, that damn, that was a good one too. Shit. I'm going to listen back to this and know exactly what I was about to say too. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Well, am I missing anything? The track looks like a pig. Welcome to America. The track layout literally looks like an upside down pig. If you throw it upside down, it is a pig. We got a head. We got a back. We got an ass end and we got four legs. Literally. There's a chicane in the front legs. You can literally see two legs, two feet. So shout out to whoever designed it. Good idea. Um, what else am I missing going in here? Am I missing anything else? I don't know. You guys are the experts here. Well, we, we got massive straightaways. We got two DRS zones. We got 50 laps. There's 17 turns. Uh, most of them are all low speed corners. So tires, heating up your tires is going to be really, really hard. Uh, T-Man, what you got for them? Yeah, those are all good points. Uh, the, it's going to be a lot cooler. The getting heat in the tires is going to be a real challenge. Uh, we got one of the longest straightaways. Uh, of the year so drs will be strong there'll be a lot of you'll be able to pass you know you're not worried about uh track position you can probably make some moves the other thing uh uh you know so the, you need the top speed you know the the cars that have top speed they should have a, a little bit of an advantage here in cars that can heat up their tires especially in qualifying uh, should have a, an edge here over some of the others. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, and the start, kind of a, kind of an angle. It's not a straight, the grid's not going to be completely straight. I think with the start, cause there's a little kink on the straightaway there. Uh, we'll see what happens. Turn one should be quite interesting though. Uh, you know, as they, they dive in there. So the front stretch is down Harmon Avenue, and it's got a little bit of a kink. The last corner is a kink, uh, and then you're, they're going to be flying in turn one, and it is a complete 180-degree back the other direction very quickly. Uh, back to the right, long straight, then another braking zone, and then it's pretty slow uh, until you get back to Las Vegas Boulevard, and that, I mean, I it, it looks like it's like – I don't know, 15 blocks long. I don't know. I might be <laughs> underestimating it. It looks long as shit. So do we know how yep. fast they're going to get up to yet? They projected 212. That's fucking on fast. That, now, on that, yeah. compared yeah, to... Sure. Uh, but, not sure yet. Well, uh, I would say also, uh, 
because of the long straights and not a lot of quarters here. We're going to have uh, a lot of max throttle time, a lot of straight on the engines. Um, so we could have some uh, reliability problems, you know, with yep. uh, the engines, with that kind of straight on them this late in the year. So keep an eye on that. Okay, good to know. Um, compare it to – I know we haven't seen cars on track yet, but – can can we compare it to uh, any other track on the circuit? Uh, Mudza for sure, I think is is the best comparison because they got the long straights, they got the chicanes. I think Mudza is a good comparison, and then uh, Baku earlier in the year street circuit has the very long straightaway to it. Another one, but that was very early in the year. Cars have upgraded a lot. Things have changed, but Muds is a pretty good one for me. It's a new track, though, so everyone's going to have to learn. Uh, the tires going to be a lot colder than they were in Monza. All those are going to factor in a little bit. And I don't really think F1 is prepared for how cold it is. They didn't really expect it, so we'll really see how, how the tires play it. They're going to be a major storyline this weekend, in so my opinion. So in NASCAR, when it's cold, there's no tire wear. Is is are you guys worried about that, or are you worried about like failures and how the tire, like you know, no grip, or what are we? What exactly are we worried about? A skating rig. Oh boy. Yep. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Going uh, two twelve on a skating rink. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you don't have any heat in the tires. It's going to be very hard to generate that heat because we don't have a lot of quarters here. It's all straightaways. Yeah. So and they're low speed corners. It's going to be very hard so. to to handle those quarters uh, on those cold tires uh, when you're starting out. This is sure. going to be, I, I mean, I couldn't even stay up past twelve fifteen for the truck race. I don't know how I'm going to stay up Saturday night. I mean, what, what is an F1 race? An hour 15, hour and a half? What, what, what does it run? About an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how many red flags this one has. Oh okay. boy. Shit show. I'll just be, I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> oh man, but I'm pretty excited though. Like when you hear street circuit, you do not think about passing about long straights, high speed like that. I mean, even in the NASCAR world, you don't think about that in Monaco. You don't, I mean, they don't get going that fast. Right. I mean, they go through the tunnel. Um, I mean, so, and I didn't hear that come out of your mouth. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. And <laughs> the fact that you said, you guys said the skating rink and 200 miles an hour, that uh that sounds pretty entertaining to me <laughs> thank god for the halo i know on the on the end of some of the long straightaways they actually put in safer barriers which i'm not 100 percent sure if they use that on other tracks but i don't think they do interesting so, just something to note that at least formula one notice knows it might be bad too oh I guess, no if that makes sense i mean at least they're planning for it the right? writing's on the wall <laughs> I mean, literally i'm i'm gonna be uh you gonna be up? <laughs> you better not start drinking yeah. at five o'clock. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till eight. All right, so eight a.m. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. really just kidding. Um, all right, anything? He's like, it, he's like, no, you're not. I he ain't kidding. No, he's not kidding. I, I saw what time he started drinking at Martinsville. <laughs> I already have one. I was ready. Once I got my damn beat, the damn inside pass, whatever, and I'm waiting on Mark. I done went out there, 
I didn't got a beer out. The old lady didn't got a beer out of the cooler. I was like, this is going to be fun. She's got an attitude right now. I'm like, I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, just tell your friend to send us her, her pen. I'll drive us right up to wherever it is. Just chill out. Like, it's and all we made good. It. Roy yeah, told the security did. guards that, you know, what the deal was. We own this truck. I was like, My daddy owns I, was like this I know where it. He was like, uh, where are you going? I was like, to this pen right here. You go left, then you go right. And then, all right, you just go. You go on. You got it. That's what he told me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything we're missing uh, for the expectations of this race before we start getting into all the different gambling markets and a few plays? Anything I'm missing? Shoot. That's about it for pit me. Road, oh, pit road exits into turn one, basically, like into the line. So that could be interesting. They're going to be they're going to be on the track in turn one, or like coming off turn one. So it, like the the exit of pit road is basically the the, the apex of turn one. It's you almost have the, to look into the it, exit but. line is with. I mean, it's straight coming out into the middle yeah. of the fucking turn. Yeah, the spotters. It. Which I don't know how you forget. This is not going to be an easy. I don't know. That'll be that'll be interesting. Can watch. we listen to F one spotter radios? Uh, well, yeah. If you if you have the F one subscription, you can do the uh, the. But they have every driver feed. But usually, uh, when you're watching the race, they do a lot of uh, good radio stuff. So. They cover yeah, they you do. there pretty good. Okay. Well, at least that's well. I guess we have to pay a prescription, a subs- prescription, subscription to NASCAR too uh, for the driver radios. But all right, um, let's talk gambling markets. Tom, I'm going to go to you on this just because you've been doing it so long and you've seen the evolution of the gambling markets in F1. And you also made a comment earlier about you've seen shit this weekend that you ain't ever seen before. So. Um, I'm, you know, I, I know most of the NASCAR gambling markets just talk about, you know, some of the, obviously we got the placements, the top, you know, the podium finishes, you know, points finish, you can bet on the teams, you know, both drivers to finish, you know, yes and no questions, but, um, you know, and NASCAR has just about all of that, but where does formula one differ and, you know, what are, I know we can, pra- we can bet on practice qualifying. We, I mean, just literally about everything. Um, so what do we got going this weekend in Vegas? Well, we seem to have a lot more options. We got a lot more head to heads than we usually would on a weekend. And we got, we got team head to heads in practice. I've never seen that before. Uh, you know, we got probably more boosts. I see than normal, although some of them not really much of a boost, but some, some are pretty interesting. I love, I love, uh, sites with no options. <laughs> that's uh you know there's some good ones there there's a lot of seems like just a bigger menu and more books actually offering stuff like they have been in the game but now they're offering uh you know a much bigger menu this week than past weeks uh you know more like with nascar the bread butters your head-to-heads you know you you got to hit those head-to-heads to make those count and then there are some long shot plays. If you've been with us, uh, the qualifying fastest speed has been our favorite uh, long shot 
crop that we're hitting to make the big, the bigger caches. But, uh, you know, there's just a lot of, a lot of head to heads and a lot of top three or both cars hitting top six, things like that, uh, that you use to, uh, to get the edge on a weekend. I mean, there's like, you know, winner without max. There's obviously matchups, team matchups and practice drivers, not to be qualified number of classified finishers. Well, gosh, I don't even know what that means. Does that mean just finish the race? Yep. A classified okay. to be classified 90%? 90%. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. So, yeah, I'm looking at draft. I was looking at Caesars, but it appears the DraftKings got more to offer. And I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get my bearings straight here. I'm, there's like eight different tabs. And then there's like at least four <laughs> or five tabs underneath each tab. And then some of them got like eight tabs underneath the, the tab. So there is just all sorts of shit to bet on. And I mean, it would take me even in NASCAR. And I'm, I feel like I know what I'm talking about and looking for. It would take me hours to go through all these bets. Um, so, like, where do you start? You, where, you know, Tom, you give me matchups out the ass. You, you're always a matchup guy. Is that typically where you start? I mean, I know we're not talking about the outright market uh, in F1 for the first way to start. So, on a typical weekend, where do, where do you usually start? Uh, usually the top three, top six, top ten come out first probably. A lot of the head-to-heads, they have uh, – the same team head-to-heads first and then they come out with the where it's different teams and that's the head-to-heads we like better because you know max is going to beat sergio perez but if perez is in a head-to-head with norris or something we might that might be a better option so you kind of start with the head-to-heads or you i'm sorry you start with the top three top six top ten options you go into head-to-heads at that point and kind of go from there some of these props you'll see us ignore all 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 year, and then you know we'll jump on them at the right moment. Like uh, margin of victory, right? Uh, for qualifying, you get the over quarter second. Well, for rains, that margin gets wider, and now all of a sudden you get the value on things like that. So you just kind of play around with it, but you, you know head to heads in the uh, double top tens, things like that or the best way to start your weekend. Yeah, we've cashed some of those uh, those rain quality bets. The books start sleeping, and uh, we start jumping. So uh, we'll see how the weather affects. Stay tuned to the Discord, the NLD Discord. It's in a bunch of our bios. Um, Tom and Kyle both be putting out plays. Kyle, is there anything that Tom didn't hit that, that we should be looking for uh, before practice and before qualifying? Obviously, in the NASCAR world, we we give our, our our best guess before practice and qualifying, and then and then we feel like we can really nail down plays, you know, Sunday morning, Saturday night. Um, but before practice and qualifying, anything else that that you're looking at and and what we should be? Oh, I guess. Hold well, on, I, I gotta I gotta back up. Well, I'll let you I'll let you answer, and then I'll ask my my follow up. I guess this week is different than a typical week because we don't have any data. To okay, go off that of. was we my follow up question. It's yeah. the first time, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, this week is a little different. I actually have an outright. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> pull up the outright board. Fuck it. Yeah, let's, was, let's start throwing saying, out plays. Fuck it. Why not? Saying, oh. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I 
Max is probably going to win. He's minus 200, 225 for a reason, right? He's won everything all year. But I think the field's catching up to him just a little bit compared to where he was earlier in the year. Um, and I'm looking at uh, the Mercedes, the head Mercedes driver, personally. I think for a couple of reasons. Backing up a few races ago at Coda, Lewis came out with new upgrades, or Mercedes came out with new upgrades. Lewis loved his car. He finishes second. A little bit of tire strategy differentiation. And I think Lewis legitimately could have actually caught Max. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. He ends up disqualified by one of the dumber rules in F1. Every one of those cars would have gotten disqualified. It didn't, because he got DQ'd in that race, it didn't mean his car was any slower. Next race in Mexico, not a track that Mercedes is necessarily good at. He comes out, he runs second, he's really fast. Last weekend, they got a sprint race in it. Mercedes, in my opinion, took a swing in FP1. So let me back up because not everyone understands the sprint weekend thing. In sprint ra- or in F1, after FP3, you can't mess with your car. So on a sprint weekend, after first practice, you can't mess with your car. So you're stuck with that, basically, unless you decide to start the race on pit lane. Mercedes took a swing. It missed badly. They looked like absolute shit two weekends ago. But I think that car's still there. I think they know what they messed up, and I think they could be fast this weekend. Now, Tom is going to come on and say, but Mercedes doesn't have the straight line speed. Oh. I think they're going to be able to get off the corner so much faster than everyone else that, yes, they don't have the top end speed that everybody else does, but I just think they have a shot this week. I just I just do. I just have a feeling. All right. Um, Kyle, your thoughts on Lewis Hamilton podium plus 175 on DraftKings? I've played it. I also like winner without max at plus 750 on FanDuel. I don't know why it's that big. Actually, I do. Um, so I got Lewis at 29 to 1. These Vegas lines have been out. The outrights have been out kind of like the Indy 500 or the Daytona 500. They've been out for weeks, right? So I got him at 29 to 1 on FanDuel three weeks ago, and I put a lot of money on it because it, I knew it would come down, and then it did. So I now I'm in a situation where he's at 19 to 1 on FanDuel. They won't give me a cash out. But they're going to give me a cash out when he's fast enough in first practice. It, it, it's goofy. But basically, I have way too much money on him, and I think that's the reason he's too high on him. Not like literally me, but he's 13 on Caesars, he's 14 on DraftKings, and he's 19 on FanDuel. And I've got a bunch of money on him on FanDuel. And I swear to God, they're leaving him high, so I can't cash it out. All right. Um, Tom, thoughts on Mer- <laughs> Don't laugh. I mean, I, get, I appreciate that. No, it's just so goofy. It's such a weird situation. It's, so I'm interested to see what Tom thinks about it. Yeah, Tom, what are your thoughts on Mercedes and uh, and any any spot to play him this week? Well, obviously, uh, you know, as he said, uh, not as high on Mercedes because they lack the top speed, but they are kind of a wild card because uh, last race they were not very good. They adjusted the car after they uh, de-enqued. You know, they got disqualified in. Uh, uh, what was it, Mexico? Coda. Yeah, or Coda. Yeah. yeah, it was like so, two weeks later, though. Yeah. So the next race, they come in, they they lift the car, they don't want to get disqualified. That hurt their tire wear. Uh, they're kind of an unknown here because we don't, you know, they they seem to have a top speed. I'm worried about, and I'm worried about their car getting heated the tires. But this is this could be a very crazy uh, weekend. A lot of nodes, and you got two very experienced drivers. 
So, well, well, they're kind of a hold for me. I got to watch some practice to see where I stand on Mercedes uh, on that one. All right. How about um, any other outrights without Max or a winner without the big five? Anything uh, that catches your eye there? I like winner without big five. I like Williams. And where can I find this? Where is this DraftKings? Where where am I? DraftKings. Yep. All right. Well, is it so under the You can the props? do race winning car. Yeah, you can do it. Uh, that one's probably under team props. I don't know. I'm just. Like, I mean, there's so many. There's so many fucking tabs. I mean, it's just like. Yeah. It's absurd. I'll send it to you. I'll okay. send it to you. After. All right. Well, we'll we'll put that out. In Discord. <laughs> it's in the. Um, uh, it's in the winner or the. It's in the winner tab. Uh, Winner, winner without. without. There it is. There it is. Yeah, ah. Tom. Does anything yep. catch your eye there, or, or, or if if not, uh, take me to where your eyes are going this week. Okay. Well, what catches my eye here uh, is I don't like the Alpine. And they're favored because Alpine was terrible the last two races. They're not really a top speed car at these situations. They've had some DNF issues. And at the track that we compare it to, Monza, they're absolutely awful uh, the whole weekend. So I, the the uh, car that's favored is wrong to me. So Williams is a, a nice one for the race car. I actually found Alba in top 10 plus 180 that I took instead of this, but it's a good option here with Williams. The Alpine should not be favored, and Haas is kind of a mess in the race pace. So yeah, uh, it's really Williams or Alpha Tauri are really the two cars I like on that one. And then in qualifying trim, Haas actually does qualify better than they race. They actually come into the to the to the market there at four to one. That might be a play later on for us. Uh, with the Haas at qualifying, but yeah, I don't like the LP. And so you're, you're going to check this Haas play maybe after FP one. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to watch FP one a little bit on that, but yeah. Uh, qualifying winning car Haas, everything I've seen says they, they get heat in the tires better than most cars. So, uh, and they have the straight line speed that, uh, they could surprise here it'd be worth a four to one play there. Okay. All right. Um, any matchups that we're feeling right now, early in the week? I haven't found one. Uh, I haven't found wood. Uh, I do have wood for uh qualify. If you like, uh, I got, uh, so I'm splitting Leclerc. I got Leclerc, uh, plus eight fifty for the pole. It sites plus $11. Uh, also, shop around. These markets are very different on this, but uh, the Ferrari won the pole of Monza. They won the pole of Baku. They've actually won the pole two of the last three races we ran. They didn't really win in Brazil, but they did get it in uh, Mexico and Austin, right? Or not Austin, I'm sorry. Uh, Mexico, yeah. Did they get it in Austin? Did they miss something? I think it's right. They definitely have gotten. Yeah, Leclerc keeps getting pulled. Yeah, Leclerc got the pull. Yeah, so two of the last three, they've got the pull. And at tracks typical of this, they get the pull. They 
they do get heat into their tires typically more than others. So for a long shot play, uh, you know, usually I think they're about plus three fifty, plus four dollars as a team. Shop around, but uh, Ferrari pole should be a, a good option this weekend. We're locking it in right now, folks. Um, we have that at our disposal, um, and, and that bet is getting laid. That's a fact. So, um, all right, Kyle, where where else are we going this week? Give, shoot me some other plays that we're feeling. All right. You know how we were talking about how it's an ice skating rink at 212 miles per hour could absolutely be a shit show. So I'm going with the classified finishers. I'm going under 16 and a half classified finishers. At, it was plus one, 125 on DraftKings. It dropped to even money. I'll, uh, it's now at plus 120 on Hard Rock is the best number. But I'm dropping a unit on four cars to be out of the race by the end of it. Oh my god! I'm gonna hold on. I gotta cut I'm, you off. I gotta pull a page out of Roy's book. I have totally dropped the ball. I've been so out of gambling for the last two weeks. Hard Rock Sportsbook. Shout out to them. They are live <laughs> in Florida, and I got money in there, and I'm about to go ham on Hard Rock. All right, continue. And then I also I got it at three to one. It's at two twenty five. I do not know if I'd play it at two twenty five, but it's under fifteen and a half. So just one more car. Um, like I said, it was three to one. It's two twenty five now. I don't know if I love that number, but you could sprinkle it. So yeah, right. I think cars are going to wreck this weekend or blow up. I am currently laying under sixteen and a half plus one twenty classified drivers. That's getting bet. And, yes, sir. Um, what do you think about that one, too, man? Yeah, I can see it. Uh, the last few races we've had, uh, we had no DNFs all year, but the last two, three races we, we've had some, we got some questionable engine parts at this point. People, we're not seeing the grid penalties we see uh, in most seasons. So uh, with the high engine, the the max throttle and everything, you could definitely see some DNFs uh, this weekend. Now, does, am I missing some? Does Hard Rock not have uh, qualifying bets up yet? Hard Rock is weird with that one. Man, what the hell? <laughs> they've got, they normally have decent matchups, though. So it's just, you just got to shop around, just like with NASCAR. All right. All right. Well, you know, we're down here in Florida, so we're a little, uh, <laughs> we're a little, we're a little handicapped. <laughs> Um. All right, T-Man, where else are we going, Bubba? Okay, uh, also, I got this one on a points bet. Last night, uh, you could do the parlay hub on there. If you uh, if you combine Leclerc and Sainz for a top six, we mentioned how strong Ferrari will be, uh, you get plus 117, and that was a real killer price. Now, that price has uh, moved a little bit. But what you can do uh, today, you can add Max Verstappen top six onto that and get it down to minus 120, which is still a really nice price. Max Verstappen has finished fifth or better in every race this season. So it's not a bad option to add on to uh, to those plays. I like that. Okay. All right. Yeah, and it's we, we, we feel that in the NASCAR world, too. It's tough. I mean... We got line movement. By the time we podcast, the lines, you know, however many cents, dollars, whatever you want to say, off. You can't play it. Um, but I, you've been, you guys have both been putting plays in the Discord as you've been taking them, right? 
Soon as we bet them, yep. Put yeah, right in so got to go check the Discord. You'll get all these plays, but there are ways to finagle them in as <coughs> T-Man just put out there. Um, all right, any um, – I think we talked about Lewis top three. T-Man, you got any top okay. six? Oh, so here I he comes, folks. I have a question. What the hell is a Grand Slam? A Grand Slam it's, is pull, lead every lap, and win the race. All right, so take that at plus 600 and watch the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have you. I don't, I don't like Max to uh, lead every lap this race, but uh, that's what it would be. Yeah, he gets pull, he leads every lap, he wins the race. That would be very. That might be my shit box. There's a, uh, there's a uh, Caesars has it at like two to one or two twenty or two ten. I think that's a pretty good number. Yeah, Yeah, we're gonna hit that three sixty (laughs) five. Love you. Oh, they got good F one odds. Shocking. They got the best best ever, dude. (laughs) That's crazy. Gotta be the best motorsport book. It's wild. All right. Uh, yeah, they're they are, dude. Shout out B three sixty five. That's for sure. All right. Um, any more plays from the two of you, or should should we? I'm going to ask you what your shit box is, and essentially that's just your most confident play, T man. Uh, but any other plays that that I'm missing? Uh, that's uh, that's all I got really. Uh, Alba top ten also on the list. Uh, kind of mentioned that in passing. We got a good number, but I see some minus one twenties out there. Still worth it, Albon. Uh, he uh, you know he's strong. They got Williams has good top speed. You know, better driver. He he should be in the mix there for yep. the top ten. So speaking of Williams having a good uh, top speed, I bet them fastest qualifying with all the big teams at two eighty five. And then you can get, I know this is a long shot and it's probably not going to happen. And I wouldn't put more than like three bucks on it. But Logan Sargent is in a Williams and he's from America. And he's 100 to 1 to be fastest qualifying without the big teams. And I know it's probably not going to happen because Logan likes to not do that well. But the car underneath him has the potential to do it. And the track is completely random compared to what we're normally at. So 100 to 1. I had five dollars for that. So essentially, he's got to finish a ele- he's got to qualify eleventh. Is that what I'm hearing? It depends on how good the other teams do. He, he oh, could okay, have to okay, yes. Yeah, so you know a, what I mean? Yeah. It just depends. Okay, yeah. They, he could out qualify other teams. So, Duh. I I genuinely think Alex will probably out qualify him, but it's a hundred to one for a car that potentially could. Uh, like I said, don't put more than like five bucks on that, but. Five right. dollars saves five hundred dollars. So, <laughs> all right. So that's your least confident play, Kyle. What is your most confident play that you have put out tonight? AKA your shit box. <laughs> Under sixteen and a half classified drivers. All right, we getting plus money at that, baby. All right, I like yep. it. Team, I got plus money still on the under whatever the yeah. They're about plus one ten and plus two twenty five is what I got. Yeah. On on three sixty five. Yeah, for your under fifteen and a half and sixteen and a half. They That's about the better. same. Yeah. Same as Hard Rock. I think Hard Rock. Hard Rock is one one twenty. They're one twenty yeah. with the sixteen and a half. Huh. So. Like Got out Hard Rock. Let's go, baby. 
yeah, Hard Rock. Hell yeah. Shout out. I do like Hard Rock, though. They got good boosts. I don't know who their boost maker is, but he's not afraid to let you hit him. All right. T-Man, what's uh, your most- 365 Super Boost Maker is awesome. <laughs> All the small books boosts are good because they want market share. That's fair. Good for them. At least they they notice it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm cool with it. I'll take the money. Yeah, absolutely. All right, T-Man, most confident bet you got going into practice and qualifying? Shoot. Yeah, it's still, uh, I got to go with the uh, Claire and Sides for the top six there. Uh, they actually uh, got uh, both of the top five over there at Budza and Baku. So uh, trends work. Cars should be good. Uh, they should come in. That's for the race. They should come in top six. No problem. All right. I like it. Um, both McLarens. Is that what you just right, said? Buddy. Did you say both McLarens? Both, no, both, just, Ferraris. both Ferraris. Top six. Both Ferraris. Both Ferraris. Gotcha. All right. Going to slap that one in there now. Um, Doesn't appear that Hard Rock has got it out. What a bummer. I guess I can bet both of them. Oh, no. They're mega juice. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, all right, boys. Well, what am I missing here? Anything I'm missing? Any other expectations? Um, when is, you know, talk me through the schedule a little bit, practice and qualifying. They're all going to be late as shit. Um, are you guys going to be up for all of it? I will be. That's for sure. And I'm t- excited to see what the first two practices bring because it's going to answer a lot of questions. Oh. T-Man's going to be answering his mother-in-law's questions. I probably won't be up for the uh, Thursday night practices. I'll be up for qualifying the race. The good news about the late night sessions is, you know, we got all day to look at these lines during the day. And find the best lines for everybody, and try to to find uh, what we can for everybody during the That's day. That's right. They'll be in the Discord. Oh. T Man, Kyle, both of them will be in there. So go join it. And uh, I'm looking forward to so this. Do, I'm gonna do my damn darndest to stay up for the race on Saturday night. So, so do y'all fool with any um, last to make a pit stop? <laughs> that's that's a new one for me. That's I a, saw that line too. That, yeah, uh, that's I was a trick. looking that's at Max at Max. Yeah. Well, that you're just plus three fifty. Uh, pull in to make the fastest lap to get them extra bonus points. He'd have to have a gigantic lead, wouldn't he? <laughs> Why wouldn't he's, he? He's done he's it. Fucking he's fucking Max it Verstappen. <laughs> Jeez, that's see, that just sounds like someone's got a tire see, going I down. Know, I know more about this shit than you do. <laughs> that's a fact. I don't know, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit about fuck, dude. That's why I brought the experts on. That's my shit box. Max Verstappen to make his last pit, <laughs> make last pit stop at plus three fifty. You are Y'all something else, dude. First. You are something else. Take all those NASCAR champ weekend winnings and put it towards Max and on some dumbass play. So that sounds good. That's a it's a, it's a good play, you know. If he hadn't ran the fastest lap yet, if he was just pacing and he's got such a big lead, comes in, throws four on. Goes out there and kills it. Put them full yeah, freshies no on. The only problem is he don't need that point for anything. He's got. Yeah, he, he don't won need, the championship he don't three need months shit ago. About fuck. He don't need shit about fuck other than just rubbing it in their faces. Yeah, at this the, point. yeah, you're not wrong. He would he would pit just to keep his pit crew on like <laughs> on their toes. Just, <laughs> he, I can't remember what race he did that once this year at the end of the race. It's like they didn't even want him to come in. He did it anyhow. So it's not a terrible idea, I guess. 
All right. Well, hey, I'll, have to look in, I'll have to look into this. If it so hits, Rory is a genius. That's all I have to say. So I like that, right. dude. Getting pulled over. What was he doing in so, the is it literally the, is it literally sorry, go ahead. Hey, is it literally last like, call- He sounds like <laughs> just me out there fucking getting pulled over. What was he doing in the streetcar? Like oh. way up there, right? Didn't he get pulled over? For, for speed? Oh, yeah. 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 I want to say he's doing yeah. 60 or something. Jesus. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah I'd do that. He probably had in some puss in the passenger seat. He was trying <laughs> to impress. Like <laughs> I'd do that in a minute. In one of those foreign cars. Give me that. It might have been, might have been kilometers, not miles per hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> still, what is that? One, I mean, what is that? It's, not, it's still, it's over 100. Know, probably be able that's, yeah. that's more than more than Don't quote me on that number. I can't gamble that number. I don't remember it. Okay. My head like that. All right. Fair so, enough. You sound like me. I don't want to. I don't want to shit on Max for no reason. But yeah, that did happen. He. You know who's one person who's definitely listening to this podcast? It's Max Verstappen. That's a fact. Almost. <laughs> I mean, Bubble Wallace tuned in earlier. I oh, know yeah. Max Verstappen. We we've got a high ranking list of you. Damn right. Followers. It's pretty badass. Well, Roy's they got fucking twenty thousand now. So you know, maybe yeah. we're on our way. Yeah. We're on our way. TikTok genius. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right, boys. I appreciate you all coming on. And uh, I know we said we weren't going to do an off-season podcast, but uh, a little special edition for you, a little Formula Ooh, coming to Vegas, coming to the old good old-fashioned America, U.S. of A. Even though it's on the West Coast, that's okay. And uh, we're going to make some money this weekend. At, just like NASCAR, uh, after practicing qualifying, there's going to be more bets to go down. And uh, I got confidence that T-Man and Kyle are going to uh, Kill it. win us some money. So, um, T-Man, tell, tell us where everybody can, can follow you and, and check you out. And um, we appreciate you coming on, buddy. Yeah, you follow me on X at uh, T-Man5331. Uh, and, uh, of course, follow my plays on the Discord. That's right, boy. That's all it is to it. Very simple, man. Kyle, auto lotto, baby. Yeah, follow me on Twitter. Um, follow me in Beer Money. Follow me in Riot Locks. Follow me in Betting Kings. Wherever you want to follow me, I'm all over the place. If you if you need a Discord and you're looking for specific types of plays and you want to know what's in the Discord, you can reach out to me. And I'll tell you where to find me best. That's right, folks. Oh, also, the non-loop data Discord. That's right, That's boy. If, if you're really gambling motorsport, that's where you should find me. That's right, folks. All right, boys. Beard Dome. That's all we got over there. Fucking winners, baby. That's all we got. All we got. All right, boys. I appreciate oh. you guys. Beard Don't. Let's cash some tickets this weekend, and uh, we'll see you in the next podcast. Don't know what it's going to be. Thank Deuces. You. Beard Don't. Beard Don't.